Welcome to Golf Better at Edwin Watts Golf, a division of Worldwide Golf Shops. Episode 180. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Brissell. Thanks so much for joining us. We seem to say it every time if you're a first-time listener, long-time subscriber, or somewhere in the middle. It really doesn't matter. Either way, we are just glad you joined us today. You know, just last year, April 6th of last year to be exact, the world of golf lost one of the most renowned and famous golf writers of all time, Mr. Ron Balicki, longtime golf writer, college golf writer with Golf Week magazine, passed away after an eight-month battle with cancer. Jeff Babineau of Golf Week described Ron as an all-American good guy. And what better to be covering college golf than an all-American? In fact, Ron being the only non-college golfer or non-college golf coach to be enshrined in the College Golf Hall of Fame. Quite an accomplishment. We were lucky enough to catch up with our friend Ron two times here on Golf Better. The first time being on episode number 85 back in October of 2010. And the second time being episode 123 in February of 2012. We're going to take you back to that first episode, episode number 85, when we caught up with Ron Balicki here on Golf Better. Hope you enjoy it. With me in the studio today, joining me at like a quarterly visit, Vice President of Operations and Purchasing, Kerry Cabase. Double K, how you doing, man? Hey, Tom, good to be here. We've got a great guest today, a, a friend of mine that goes way back and yours. Uh, uh, so it should be an interesting show. Yeah, it's, it's at the time of year when the tour is winding down and college football is picking up pro football, but the tour itself is winding down. But something we haven't talked a lot about is College golf is winding up, and who better to join us? You mentioned him a long time. He's a senior writer for Golf Week magazine. Ron Balicki on the hotline with us. Ron, thanks for joining us. Hey, no problem. Good, good to be here, and good to be talking to some good old Fort Walton Beach uh, fellas. And you use the word old, and they sort of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> hey, give the listeners a, the brief summary of your past, Ron, and what you've done over the years. Well, uh, as well, I was going to say many, but there may not be many still left. But uh, you know, I got started at the the Daily News in Fort Walton Beach, and was the sports editor there for oh, probably close to ten years, uh, and then uh, started at Golf Week in uh, 1983, October of 1980. Actually, today, October 1st, uh, it's uh, 27 years I've now been at Golf Week, uh, and at Golf Week I've uh, you know just. Pretty much done it all as far as golf. Uh, right now, I, I pretty much cover college and amateur golf, uh, but I have covered, you know, the the, the pros and done. I, I don't even know how many Masters, PGA's, British Opens, U.S. Opens, Ryder Cups, uh, Solheim Cups, World Cups. I, I, I've done all the cups. Let me put it that way. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah. But now I, you know, I'm pretty much strictly uh, college and amateur, which uh, I absolutely love. I love watching these uh, young guys come up and uh, you know following their careers as, as they move along. And uh, you know, it's like now just about anybody on the PGA Tour who's gone to college, I've seen him play while he was in college. Well, I noticed in the September 10th issue, you had your top 10 uh, teams that you predict for the year, but you had a nickname when you were here. I think it was Wrong Ron. Was that because of your picking prowess, or uh, uh, oh, does yeah. that roll over into yeah. these? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it, you know, Kerry certainly well well knows is I was always wrong in picking a football game. We always had, uh, uh, you know, our, our picks, every, I think it was every Thursday, and I'd round up some local guys, and, and we'd have a little contest through, throughout the year, and but it's carried over to golf, and uh, it's 
especially like with the NCAA championship. I think, I think I've, oh, I think over the last, I've probably picked a winner over the last 25 years. I think I've gotten two right. So uh, even all the coaches still call me wrong, Ron. <laughs> well, that's actually better than your college football picking. So two out of twenty-seven is actually, <laughs> right, no actually pretty you're, good. You're, I think you're right, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roger, like I said, you've been doing the collegiate side for a while, and it's a side that we we don't talk enough about here. And you got to see some great players just last week, right out in out in Stillwater. I did. Uh, we had uh, Golf Week sponsors with along with Ping, uh, Ping Golf Week preview. And it's uh, held every fall at the course that's going to host the NCAA Division I championship the following spring. Uh, and uh, this, this spring it'll be at uh, Karsten Creek in Stillwater, Oklahoma, with Oklahoma State as the host. And, yeah, we had uh, 15 teams, uh, 90 players, and some of the best teams in the country. And, yeah, there were a lot of good players out there. But uh, I'll guarantee you the golf course won, and it will win again come the springtime. Ron, tell us about this Augusta State. You know, and we, we the follow college sports. That, that had to be one of the hugest upsets. Uh, in, well, it was. I mean, they, there have been a, you know a, a number of upsets, you know, throughout the years. But but this was because Augusta State is a Division two school in all other sports except golf. So Division, you know, golf is the only uh, Division one competition that they play, and uh, and they have a good team. They bought, they've had a good team for a number of years. Uh, and uh, but yeah, they they came out and it, it, you know was it a surprise? In in some senses it was, but it was a surprise because you know in the finals they uh, uh, they beat Oklahoma State, which is the top ranked team in the country. Uh, but uh, it, I mean, what a great thing for their program, you know, for those kids, for the coach. Uh, you know, I guess a couple weeks ago they went to the White House uh, with with all the NCAA champions and met the the president. Uh, and it's just been a, a whirlwind thing for them. So, uh, you know, it, it's great when you see that. I, I mean, you don't always like to see the, the favorite team, you know, take it all. Uh, so, you know, when you see the underdog come through, it, it's really exciting. And you just got to feel good, you know, for, for the team and the parents and the coach and his family. Uh, it's just really, really great. Yeah, I think we uh, we talk about this all the time here. We're big and big in football, but I think that's what we're missing in uh, college football is having a playoff. So something like this could happen. You know, I think that's uh, something that you really like about all the other sports. They really are determined by a, uh, a championship, and, and a team like an Augusta State or whoever it might be uh, uh, has a chance to uh, to make their mark. And I, you, you hope one day maybe the football guys will, will get smart and go, hey, that's the way to do it. I, I, I agree totally. I mean, uh, you know, the two years ago, the the NCAA championship changed. Uh, it used to be just a 72 holes of stroke play, and uh, they wanted to try to see if they could add a little bit more excitement to it. And there's, it's, it's still you know debatable. Some people like it, some people don't. But they went to they they play 54 holes of stroke play, and then the top eight teams uh, advanced to match play. And, uh, you know, two years ago it was Texas A&M who came through and won their first national NCAA title, uh, which was also very exciting. But, uh, yeah, and then when you get to match play, you know, as you well know, you know, it's, it's a wide-open game and anything can happen, and, and it's proved it. But, I, you know, is, is, is a, did the best team win the last two years, the best team in the country? No. But was it exciting? You better believe it was both years. I mean, it was really exciting. Ron Balicki joining us from uh, Golf Week magazine. 
Ron, talk about how the collegiate game has changed and evolved over the years. I mean, it's it's one of the unique sports in college where a couple weeks after the fall semester starts, they start playing fall tournaments and fall matches, and then it goes all the way into spring. But talk about you know how, how competitive it is out there and, and how oh, hard it is. Tom, it's unbelievably competitive. Uh, I have seen, you know, back uh, when I first started doing this and watching it, you know, probably – there were maybe a half a dozen, ten at the most, uh, teams that that you could say have a legitimate chance to to you know to win a national championship. But more and more programs, more and more schools have put a bigger emphasis on golf, and you know, and there's a lot a lot more you know quality players out there. Uh, so I mean, right now, I mean, you could God, you could take down the top thirty, top forty teams in the country, and and any one of them could win a national championship. It, I mean, it's it is so competitive, you know, within the schools. And you know, it used to be where, you know, even even for a golf coach, you know, just go out there and, and just you know field a team and go ahead, and nobody pays any attention to you. But not quite like a say a football or basketball where they, their jobs are really on the line. But uh, but they're under a lot of scrutiny from their athletic director and and, and administrative. I mean. They want to be successful. They want to win, you know. And so, uh, and you see a lot more younger coaches out there now who are, you know, just so, you know, into the game and so competitive. You go out during the summer, and I mean, these coaches don't have a day off all year because uh, they because once the season ends, they're out there trying to recruit for the following year, the year after, the year after. So they're out all summer long at junior tournaments, and uh, you know, trying to. to Get guys, so yeah. I mean, it really has become competitive, and and it's great for the game. And to sell their program, the facilities have obviously just escalated what they have oh, to work yeah. with on campus. Uh, unbelievable practice facilities. You know, more and more uh, schools have their own golf course now, and and like I said, practice facilities, and especially like you know, if you go up in the uh, uh, up north, the north being like in the Midwest, uh, Ohio State or Minnesota's Northwesterns. You know, uh, Michigan's, you know, uh, up there, you know, they all have indoor facilities so they could actually practice in the wintertime. And, and they're unbelievable. Purdue has an unbelievable practice facility. So, uh, you know, it, it's all part of it, you know, just to be just to be competitive. How many scholarships are they allowed to give out, Ron? It's really weird, Kerry, because the Division One has four and a half scholarships for men. And so they, you know, it's rare now where you'll see somebody get a full scholarship. Most of the time, no matter how good you are, you know, you're going to get some sort of a partial scholarship. Uh, some of them will get a, a full scholarship. You know, a lot of it depends on the financial situation of the family as well. But, uh, but yeah, four and a half scholarships, you know, you, you don't, you, you can't just, you know, you, you got five guys on a team that you know to, to play in a tournament, so you can't have five guys with full scholarships. So so they divide it up, and you know some guys like I said might get you know a quarter, a half, three quarters, uh, and you know sometimes by the time they're a senior, they might even work their way into having a full scholarship the last year. Ron, one of the things that we noticed when we were on a visit to one of our uh, one of our manufacturers that we work with. Is the manufacturer starting to seed product in college, trying to get the college kids on the team? Do you see a lot of that out there where they're going to the big schools and, 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 oh, yeah. and putting their product oh, yeah. in? It's, it's, how, does that, how, does, how does that work? 
20 years ago, you would very rarely see, uh, you know, a manufacturing representative, you know, out at a college tournament. Now they're there almost almost every tournament, not, you know, all the big tournaments with, with the big schools. Uh, you know, you'll see them out there. And, and then a lot of them just do, you know, personal visits, like somebody from Ping or, or TaylorMade or Titleist or, might just go to a school and spend two days, you know, just working with the kids, showing them their equipment, letting them, you know, practice with them, uh, and, you know, to see if they like the equipment or, or like, like what they have. But, yeah, it, you know, now, like, especially like you go to the NCAA or, or like some of the bigger regular season tournaments, like our, our Ping Golf Week preview, and uh, it, it's like going to, almost like going to a pro event because there's, Especially at the NCAA, there's you know the not only the uh, manufacturing reps but agents all over the place you know trying to get the guys who are going to turn pro and you know watching them and seeing if they could you know land them. Well, what's happening? Uh, that's a good point you made there. These guys are finished products now, Ron. When they graduate, you look at a guy like Ricky Fowler who's out of college and you know, this guy's on a Ryder Cup team, uh, right? Playing golf right now. Tell us a little bit of how. I mean, it's just amazing how finished. Product these guys are coming out, how competitive they are right off the bat. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, they really are. I mean, they're, you know, it, it, it all goes back to you know the, the the junior programs, how junior golf is is so you know so competitive, so big, uh, from from the smallest level all the way up to the uh, AJGA. You know, uh, I mean, it, you know, these, these guys even when they go into college, uh, for the most part, most of them are. You know, just really good players, and then they go into college and they, you know, just try to get better and better. And uh, you know, it just it, it's just an ongoing thing, and it, uh, I think it's just good for golf. I think we're going to continue to see it. Give us a couple of can't miss uh, guys out in college right now that you feel oh, like. Right, we- yeah, can't miss. Long <laughs> run, sure. Well, back in 2005, I said, "Who's out there?" You said, "There's this kid, Ryan Moore. You got to watch him." So you got one right. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about some of the teams and some of the individuals that that we ought to be looking at that we might say in the next few years uh, that might be out there on the big show. Uh, well, that, okay, individuals. Uh, there, oh, there's a bunch of them, but one for sure is Pete Uline. Who is uh, the son of uh, Wally Uline, who is the uh, president CEO of the Titleist, a Cushnet company. But Peter's a junior at Oklahoma State. Just won the uh, U.S. Amateur, you know, at the end of August, and uh, has really, you know, he is by far like one of the top players in the country. Uh, and David Chung, a kid from uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina, who goes to Stanford. He won uh, the Porter Cup and the Western Amateur in back-to-back weeks this past summer and was a loss to Peter in the finals of the U.S. Amateur. Uh, this kid, Russell Henley, at Georgia, uh, he was the uh, Haskins Award winner as College Player of the Year. Uh, he's a senior. Scott Langley, a senior at Illinois, he won the NCAA last year. Kevin Tway, Bob Tway's son at Oklahoma State, uh, he's another good one. I mean, they're... Oh, man, there's just so many out there. You know, this kid Patrick Reed from Augusta State, uh, he, he was like the hero for Augusta State at the NCAA. He went 3-0 and in his three matches, you know, to help Augusta State win the national championship. Uh, and this, another one, I'm gonna, I have to throw this guy out just for Kerry's sake, uh, Blaine Barber at Auburn. Uh, 
this kid is really good. He he tra- he had he didn't play last year. He had to sit out because he transferred uh, from uh, Central Florida, so he had to sit out last year. But uh, I mean, he's he was a preseason golf week uh, first team All American, and uh, he you know he he's got uh, he's got a lot of talent. I'll guarantee you that. So so there's a lot of them out there. I mean, there's you know we could go on and on and on. It seems like forever when you start talking about individuals. And obviously, with teams, you 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 go with you got to start with Oklahoma State. Uh, they they finished number one in the rankings last year. Started the season preseason number one, and certainly haven't done anything to uh, uh, dispel that. I mean, they uh, they just won the preview uh, on their home course, of course, but uh, still they're 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 one of the top teams uh, to definitely. You know, so is Stanford and UCLA and. Um, uh, yeah, George is going to be really good this year. They they have Hudson Swafford back. He he sat out all last year with a shoulder injury, so he's back. And with Russell Henley and this other kid, Harris English, you know they're solid. You know all the way around. And Texas A and M, Alabama. I mean, they're Arizona State, Florida. They're all going to be good this year. So you're hanging around all these great players. So obviously your game now is at, at a top level, correct? No, Kerry, my game is about as the way it was 25, 27 years ago when I lived in Fort Walton Beach. I still got to struggle to break 90 <laughs> if, if I'm lucky to do that. Most of the time it's try to break 100. <laughs> uh, but, it, but it is kind of neat because, you know, I, I look, uh, you know, at, at just the U.S. Ryder Cup team, you know, right now over in Wales, and every single one of those guys I've watched play in college. Uh, and some of them I got to know real well. The, the, the neat thing about doing the, the college thing is you get to know these, these kids when they come in, when they're freshmen, and you watch them in amateur golf. And, you know, you, you not only get to know them, you get to know their mothers and their fathers and their grandmothers and their grandfathers and their brothers and their sisters and their cousins and uncles and aunts. And, uh, you know, it, it really becomes kind of like a family affair that, that you get to know them because, you know, the parents go out and they watch them and, you know, I become friends with them. So it, it's really neat to, to get that kind of a experience while they're in college and then watch them as they, they go on. Ron, thanks so much for joining us today. I hope you don't mind if we check back in with you a couple of times during the year, a little progress report. I and, hope you and do, see where yeah. We are. yeah. Uh, and we'll uh, follow these kids throughout the year and the teams, and I'm sure they'll land right where you predicted them. Yeah, right. <laughs> but maybe, maybe we could do something uh, you know, at the end of the fall season and see where teams are and players are uh, after the fall because they, you know, they do take a break. Uh, probably from about the middle of November to 1st of uh, February. So maybe we could do something then. That sounds great. Thanks so much. Thanks, Ron. Okay, gang. Thank you. Well, we're going to miss that guy. The great Ron Balicki, longtime senior college golf writer for Golf Week magazine. And Golf Week got it right. They have just announced that they will be presenting the Ron Balicki Scholarship to an aspiring college journalist, sports journalist, golf journalist and they'll be announcing the winner at this year's men's ncaa golf championships well thanks so much for joining us and we'll do it again next time we have another episode of golf better at edwin watts golf part of the worldwide golf shops family of companies so long everyone